welcome to the Group Home Riches Podcast. If you have the desire to be your own boss, create your own schedule, and become financially free while at the same time helping people in need, then you've come to the right place. At GroupHomeRiches.com, we teach people exactly like yourself how to get started in the group home business. And on this podcast, you're going to hear their stories firsthand. But you, you okay. on your own, you did a huge part of the of the business that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and, yeah. and a lot of people are starting out. They don't have the means to, to purchase the home. That is, you know, that's kind of the biggest drawback that's holding a lot of people that, that follow us back. Um, and that was, I believe you were kind of in the same position, right? I mean, you don't, you don't have, uh, you don't either have the means or, or you didn't want to put up your own funds to purchase a home, correct? Right. Neither one. I'm, my friend just called me out of the blue and she said, you know, look, we need to go into business together. I have all these properties and my tenants have fast paying rent. And so she was <laughs> like, you need to do all the re- research and you know, see what we need to do. We can start housing a homeless veterans. And I was like, sure. So I, I started working on it. So I guess it's been maybe six or seven weeks. I've been uh, working at it and researching to see what I will have to get to get done. And I've got some, I've got some decent information, but there's some, you know, a few little things that you want to make sure you get right. Like I, I don't know who's going to come and inspect the properties to say, okay, you're, you're ready to go. You can go ahead and start taking people in, or is there nobody that Exactly. So the first to first say that or not, we're, we're, we'll go into the system and everything a, a little later on the call. Uh, I really want to dive into this part of it because it's going to be key for you, too. So uh, you you need to follow the same rules and regulations that your partner's been following now. You need to keep the properties up to code. Um, you know, is, is there a government agency that needs to come and inspect her properties before someone can rent from her? No, no not that I know of now. She, I, I know she has done like a uh, hood and section eight before, but that's, you know, it's pretty much a standard. You those have to are, have so many, are, uh, fire. Yeah. Those specific programs, they do have inspectors. Um, what we recommend is casting a wide net. If you have, you know, 300 contacts and nonprofits and caseworkers that are calling you, you don't need to abide by one specific program. Um, but just kind of understanding kind of this aspect of it. Um, and also working, working with your partner, um, she might already realize this, but it's key for you to realize it. Uh, up up front, you know, running a rental property sounds nice at first, but what are the problems that your partner has had to why she why she wanted to work with you? Uh, tenants don't want to pay the rent, and then she has to go and file evictions, and you know, tearing up her property before they leave, and then you're trying to give them a chance, and you know, I mean, I've been a landlord before myself, actually. Uh, but you, you know, it's family that's living in your house. Okay, well, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Which I didn't have the problems that she had because my, you know, they paid the rent, so it wasn't. But still, being a landlord, your your hot water heater breaks, the roof blows off. You know, you have to take care of that. The, the air conditioning system doesn't work anymore. Somebody has to come out and fix that. You know, the toilets, you know, off balance, and you need to get the toilet toilet redone. It's it's a bunch <laughs> of things that could, could go wrong. <laughs> 
So let, let me tell you a little, not, not personal, but almost personal story. Uh, I have a, I have a family member that has a pretty, it's a pretty significant uh, real estate business now in upstate New York. Him and his partner own about 50 properties, um, multiple units, but 50 properties. Um, and this is in, in upstate New York. So off, just off of kind of your initial hearing that you probably, you're, you're picturing probably like millionaires in your head, right? Yes. It's upstate New York, 50 properties. How much how much do you think their their income was last year just off the top of your head? Mm. Mm. Off of those 50 prop uh, 50 properties. I'm thinking yeah. 4 or 500,000 at least six figures, right? Uh-huh, exactly. Now think of all the all those issues that you just brought up that you and your partner have gone through, and multiply multiply that times fifty. Right. Now imagining dealing with all of that, and you lost money at the end of the year. Right. So did they didn't get a property management company to kind of handle that for them, or they don't have enough? Now remember, did you catch what I said? Oh, <laughs> their, net, their net, their net income from those properties was less than zero. What the heck? So they're just sitting vacant? No, they're not vacant. They have to spend a lot of money in marketing to acquire the properties. They got to fix them up. They have to deal with contractors that are ripping them off, taking longer than they thought, overcharging them. They're dealing with busted pipes. They're dealing with uh, tenants that skip out of them and don't pay their rent. They're acquiring properties, so they they have hard money loans at high interest rates. Um, if a tenant oh skips God. town on them and they have to go through the eviction process, they have to go through court. They have to hire lawyers. They have to take time out of their day to go to the courtroom, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the year, right. they had no cash from that business. Now, <laughs> so this is the this is the myth that a lot of the property owners that our members are out there talking to, and that you found you're you're the proof of the pudding. Okay, uh, these people have been sold. Hey, all you got to do is find a property, you pay a mortgage on it, then you rent it out to somebody for two or three hundred bucks more per month. You don't have to do anything. You're going to make, you're going to own property. You're going to build up equity. You're going to get all this money. This you, You'll probably earn 20, you know, 6%, 6 to 10% on your money, which is way better than a bank, right? And if you right. get 10 of these things, shoot, you could bring in $30,000 a year, passive income. It right. sounds great at first, right? And everybody needs to rent a home, right? All you need to do just find people with good credit, good income. They have good rental history. Uh, and yeah, you, you might have to take a couple calls here and there, but you just sit back and collect rent, right? This is, right. This is what every, everybody that's owned a rental property. That's what they got into the business for. It sounds great at first. Um, right. Compare that to a group home. 
Okay. All right. So instead of going that route, you're telling me you're going to get, instead of one qualified person, you're going to get 10 unqualified people in there. <laughs> so you're right. These landlords that a lot of people out there are talking to, they're imagining mm -hmm. their problem tenant. Okay. They have their, they, they, they require three times the rent amount in, in full-time income. They have, right. a, they have to go through a credit check. They have to go through a background check. They have to have a clean criminal background. Uh, you know, no, no, sometimes no misdemeanors, absolutely no felonies, full-time right. job, right? Good income. Even with that, they had people doing drugs on their property, uh, tearing it up, not paying, skipping town. So they're imagining, they're imagining 10 of those people in their properties. So <laughs> this it's is not, it's not even with their problems going on. It's not even difficult to, to convince somebody who has been in the business, thought it was going to be more than it, and it is. And once they realize, okay, if somebody comes to them like, like us and says, Hey, you know, I'd like to, you know, rent your property, just, you know, pitch them. Okay. This is what I plan on doing. I plan on helping, you know, uh, disabled seniors and veterans and this, that, and the other. I, you know, I just need you to, you know, remove your, you know, no subleasing um, clause, and I'll give you an additional two hundred dollars a month over what you're asking every month. I'll take care. I mean, that would be easy to convince somebody. Okay, you're going to put the deposit. You're going to do all of this, and you're going to, hey, here you go. And, um, and you, <laughs> know you know what? You know what else you mentioned. I'll, I'll pay you an extra 200 bucks per month and I'll, I'll I'm going to do, I'm going to be here for years. I'm not going to call you for any maintenance. I'll, I'll handle the maintenance and do basic upkeep and you'll never hear from me again. Or exactly. I'll take care of my y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what your business partner, she's, she's probably done some research. She's, she's found, she might've, Hey, you know what? This is, I'm going to use our numbers in the areas that we work. So, you know, a four or five bedroom rather than rent it out for like 1800 bucks per month and, and have to risk people skipping out on us and going through evictions, all, all the stuff we just mentioned, right? We could bring it, we could be bringing in six or $7,000 per month. We're going to get a guaranteed check from these people every month. And we're not going to lease the we're not going to lease the home to them. We're going to license space to them, so we don't have to deal with evictions. So right. she's probably recognized that. And did she did she see she seeked you out? You said right, or how did that work? Yeah, she just called me out of the, the clear blue one day on a Sunday, <laughs> and I was like, "What Sam want today?" <laughs> did she? That was the last time you were on it. No, I was expecting her to say something along the lines of, hey, you know, we got some, some meat on the grill. Won't you stop by and get a couple of couple of bottles of wine and come by and hang out with me? That's what I was expecting. Okay. Um, did she, so did please, she know that you were, that, I'm sorry, did she, did she know that you were interested in, in doing something like this? Or did she just kind of know you were, uh, you, why, why did she seek you out for it? She did. Because she, she knows that I'm a go-getter. You know, uh -huh. if, if, you know, I'm going to go get it. If, if I tell her I'm going to, hey, I'm coming by to do X, Y, Z, she knows I'm the type of person that you can count on. So she says, hey, I'm having a big party. Can you do the food for us over here? 
she know she doesn't have to even ask me again because she knows okay she said she was coming i don't have to keep you know hey you sure you're gonna be here this that day she knows i'm coming you know so she knows that i'm i'm that type of person that's gonna i'm gonna do well with her in business because i'm gonna keep in touch with her i'm gonna let hey i'm coming hey should we do this 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 and that and the other and so that phone call that one i was i was not expecting she told me she said yeah i've got like seven properties i've got two people in one of them uh i went over to three of them with her one other day we just happened to be she was like hey i gotta run over to this property you know come come with me and i just went along for the ride we went to three different properties yeah this is the house i grew up in and this one here and then so she owns like three or four of them free and clear and then she's got two tenants in this um the other one we passed by and so She's like, some of them sitting vacant, and I know at least two of them, three of them are sitting empty. Well, I'm like, what have you been doing? Like, <laughs> so I wish she had a call sooner. Yeah, she's ready to crawl from up under. It's like a burden. You know, it's like, I'm not getting anything done. You're paying more out of your own pocket. To, and she's got a mortgage on at least maybe, I guess, three or four of them if she's not done paying. this. There's one on her, the street that she lives on. So she's got one over there. She's renting to a lady. And I mean, these are, you know, some of them are pretty nice. And if there's two of them that I'm like, yeah, not so much, but they could, they could be perfect for sober homes. It'd be perfect. Yeah. You know, one of them, like a one bedroom, I mean, not one bedroom, a one bathroom, three bedrooms. So I'm like, okay, that'd be perfect for a men's um, a sober home. So I'm like, we could, we could crank that out, you know? Jeez. And so she's on group homes before. I, I didn't you know, ask her anything more about it. So it'd be interesting to see, because I know she's got a, she, she uh, owned a restaurant once before. So she's got all this furniture from her restaurant. So maybe she's got some enough chairs for us to do the dining room table. So it's some things that she may already have, because I love the thrift store. So I'll go get everything from the thrift store and maybe buy the, the beds, of course, new in the linens, of course, and the towels, but everything else, thrift store or, you know, somebody just passing things down. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a lot of people that will just let you have have their stuff if if you offer to pick it up. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you can look at Craigslist for that. And we've had a lot yeah. of members that um, that are kind of on a tight budget. They have a lot of right. good stuff with um, like crowd you know crowdfunding, and you could do that through Facebook now. Like, um, you see those po- Are you on Facebook? Yes. You see those posts now where every everyone wants like a donation to a charity for their birthday. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yes, we, we have people do that. Hey, you know, it's not money, but do you have any uh, any furniture to work setting up a home and, and yada, yada, yada for, you know, it's a men's sober home and we're looking for furniture. I heard that one. That's me. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> and we've... Uh, we, if if uh, if you listen to our podcast, the Group Home Riches podcast, one of our previous guests, uh, Jamie, he basically not just furniture, but we're talking almost everything down to the construction. He just uh, he got he got the community involved. He got contractors involved to fix up the places. He got a uh, he got on the local news to kind of drum up excitement and 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 kind of promote everything. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a problem out there that a lot of people everybody kind of sees this problem the affordable housing crisis. So people people want to help and there's definitely ways to do it if you if you are on a tight budget. Um, 
but uh, I think it, I think it's 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 awesome because one of the main kind of objections that we get from people like that are holding them back is, oh, man, I, I don't have enough to buy a home and and no no landlord's going to want to work with me. Um, and your your proof that <laughs> there's landlords out there, even 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 if they're not educated on this, it's pretty easy to kind of pitch them on the idea. Um, pretty much every landlord out there is in kind of situations like your business partner was or, or uh, you know, my my family member. Um, and there's some out there that they're seeking out people exactly like you. <laughs> they have properties. Uh, they're just looking for somebody that has the desire to kind of run the day to day activities. Right. We have people reach out to us on our website that are landlords like, hey, do you guys have any members that are, you know, I want to I want to help out. I want to get into this. I just don't want to deal with the day to day activities. And then then from there, you can you can work out like the lease kind of agreement that we used as an example or with you and your partner. It's probably more of a more of like a partnership agreement, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Now, I do have an uncle who has a, a huge home. Now, he's he's almost 70 years old. But he has this five-bedroom home with three bathrooms. He lives here by himself. He's, he's not married. He doesn't have any children. And he's at that point where he, he's eating beans out of can. He don't care what he eats. He does, he's not cooking. And I, I was telling my friend, I said, I might ought to proposition him. I can make this a, a group home for the ladies. Put him over there. He'll have an instant family. These women will be catering to him, kind of cooking for him. He's got his room back here. <laughs> and I can have three bedrooms and, hey, I can get this going over here. And he'll probably be in hog heaven just being able to look at these ladies walking around his place every day. <laughs> so I was like, I might be able to proposition him on that one. Hey, they're going to cook for you. You're going to have, you know, they're going to cook dinner. And, you know, here they're going to pass you a plate and say, hey, you know, you want to watch TV with us? <laughs> it's genius. Uh, you yes. you realize just probably through through your other businesses, you've realized how how to negotiate, <laughs> and it's about uh, yeah. you don't you don't reach out to people asking them to do you a favor. Like you're not going to go, hey, hey, Unc, you know, I want to do this. I want to make this much money. Uh, I just need a home to operate out of. What do you say? <laughs> it's more of. What what's what he's gonna get out of it? Exactly. And it that, that was. <laughs> it would be so easy. We'll, we'll pay for your, we're gonna pay your electric bill, your water bill, and we're gonna throw you an extra five hundred dollars a month. He own his he owns that house free and clear. They're gonna help. They're gonna help clean it for you. You know, you're not gonna have to worry about cleaning the house now. I'll send somebody over to clean his bedroom and his bathroom because he's got his own private, you know, area. And it's like it would be perfect. He would just love it. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> He's gonna feel like, hey, I'm winning. I am winning. <laughs> that is a hilarious. Food, I, get, I get dinner every night. You know, pretty girls walking around here. Shoot. <laughs> it's a hilarious example of what we teach people in the. Uh, it's the how to how to find a capital partner guide, which you've already kind of mastered already. Um, <laughs> Rather than a pitch, a pitch like to your uncle, <laughs> you do you do the same thing with with uh, potential landlords. You know, there's dude. Even if people are not in in a stressful situation, every landlord out there wants to make more money and get less phone calls. But a lot of them are in a situation like uh, like my family member is in, like our our founder was in. You know, that's why we're here. 
But imagine if you were to, you meet somebody like that at an investor meeting, say, Hey, you know, I see you have a vacant property and you're asking 1800 bucks a month. You know, I've actually been studying this business model. I've invested in consulting. I have a website up. It's actually a way to bring in, in on a home like that. I think I could bring in around six or $7,000 a month per revenue. We'll get a guaranteed payment every every month from the tenants. We'll avoid the eviction process. I'm going to handle all the day-to-day activities. Um, I have a contact list of almost 300 organizations to work with. Uh, Matter of fact, I have three tenants on my waiting list. And uh, XYZ nonprofit company has 10 other people for housing. I just need a house to operate out of. Would you be interested in hearing more about that over coffee? You know, imagine my family member, if somebody sharp like that pitched that idea to him, like he'd be insane to not at least hear the person out, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so awesome. So you, you kind of have that, uh, that, that's locked in. You, you, you have that. That's the first, I just really wanted to hammer that home that, uh, it's a big, it's a big piece of the puzzle that a lot of people struggle with. Uh, you, you already have that in place. So, um, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up that portion of the call and, and I'll get into like the systems that, that you can put into place to kind of make you and your, and your partner's life a lot easier. So, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that.